Welcome everyone to episode three of the Core Values Podcast, where we keep you up to date with the latest scene drama releases and much more. I'm your host, Christopher Erb. And I'm Chris Ernesto. Let's cue the intro. All right, everybody. Welcome to the scene of the Core Values Podcast. I don't know why I said scene. Chris, what's our first topic today? So, man, it's been kind of a weird week in the scene. But before we start off, um, we are going to do something a little different. We're three episodes in, so we figured, hey, you know what? We don't have alcohol yet. And Sleep Token is kind of a big deal in the scene. And I can't escape Sleep Token anywhere, dude. Nobody can. Literally anywhere. So every time we say sleep token on the podcast, we're just going to take a shot. And yeah, so with that, let's go ahead and talk about uh, something besides sleep token. Well, I think the first thing I wanted to get into just because this has been kind of on my mind and I've been refraining from talking about it simply because I wanted to talk about it on the podcast. But my personal favorite vocalist of the big six has now departed the big six. Yeah, dude, I don't even like know if that's even a thing anymore at this point, man. There's yeah. just there's been so much with uh, going on. I mean, it's only been a thing for like a month. No <laughs> releases yet either. For yeah. for context, Joe Badaletto, a fit for an autopsy, or Joe Bad, as a lot of people know him. Yeah, uh, he has he has announced his departure. Or I guess the band page announced the departure, and there wasn't really any details on it. But the post came out. They said he would be departing. Uh, and then they said that they had another vocalist lined up and then they did another post saying that they were sorting through options. So it just seems like everything's on the rocks right now. I don't really yeah. know what's going on behind the scenes there. I don't know if there's just crazy scheduling issues or really what the deal is, but I was very disappointed to hear Joe about is leaving because that's my personal favorite, uh, vocalist within the big six aside from, uh, Taylor Barber. And it's just a, which it's still a lot, of, which still a lot of people don't even know who he is. Yeah, like, you and know it's what I mean? so. just so crazy after, like they have they don't even have any releases yet. They're just in the promotion <laughs> period, and they've lost two vocalists. I was not at all, at all upset about the departure of Chris Franzak. I couldn't give a fuck less. <laughs> but I'll drink to that, brother. Fucking same dude. But it's just it sucks, man. Uh, Joe Bad's a, a crazy, crazy talented vocalist, and uh, he had a, he brought a lot to it. So. Hopefully they find someone good. Um, uh, you know, uh, Tom Barber would be sick, but you know we'll see who it ends up being. But he should have been in the original Big Six, in my opinion. Yeah, he really should have. He's he's super good. He's killing it. Um, you know, in Chelsea Grin and Darko, he's just a fucking monster. So that's kind of unfortunate. But I guess that's really all there is to say about it. Unfortunately, yeah. you know, Joe Bat's gone. So uh, <laughs> leave down in the comments who you think or will or should uh, come in next or, or do you think the whole thing's just going to fall apart I was going to say or if they should kind of just put an end to it at this point because it's kind the of a six. <laughs> honestly um, so yeah and then something else that which I just saw this morning that I think is hilarious um, it's not really uh, our scene oriented but Pink Floyd man they uh, threw out a, a new picture for the 50th anniversary of uh, Dark Side of the Moon or whatever the fucking album was right yeah, with the, Dark Side with of the, with the Moon, prism yeah. and the rainbow going out so anyways, they did 50 and then the O and then they put the the prism, mm -hmm. the prism rainbow. <laughs> God, dude, so many people. <laughs> and they're mad about it? Yeah, dude. I don't know much about I saw something about it in a post, but I didn't really know what was going on. So yeah, it's a bunch of a little like, bit more about it. It's just people saying, oh, look at these liberal snowflakes. And then like, it's just, it's bad. They are, uh, how you would say, gatekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> How dare I you guess. show support? Yeah, I, I guess. But uh, yeah, anyways, segueing from that. Uh, yeah, definitely go check Pink Floyd's page if you want uh, If you want like a 30-minute fucking laugh because it's just hilarious going through all these Facebook comments. I was about to say, let's check uh, out some of these comments and <laughs> yeah, see what dude. people are so upset about. <laughs> I'm going to be reading some comments, and I want you to know these are not coming from us. These, yeah. are, not, these are not the values <laughs> of the Core Values podcast. These are not the core values that we hold. But um, they showed an image exactly as Chris described it. It's mm -hmm. just... The prism with the fifty, and then inside the inside the the zero is a, uh, you know, the pride stripes. Yeah. So, some a lot of this is people showing support. Um, uh, but yeah, so we found a good one. Ugh, really, Pink Floyd? I'm so disappointed in you. Of all the things you could have done, this is probably the worst. Oh, I thought this was going somewhere else. I mean, Century Gothic. Couldn't even go with the Sarah oh, Yeah, never mind. Okay, well, <laughs> so there's people poking fun at it as well, but fucking. That's crazy, oh, though. Dude. Yeah, there's a ton of them, man. 
and they're like coming in like by the second too, so they're kind of getting buried. But yeah, if you want uh, fifteen thousand comments, and this was posted. <laughs> A couple days ago. I was going to say, if you want some entertainment for a uh, good like, 30 minutes, just go through these comments and just look at all the uh, the people. And the, it's all the people with the same profile picture. You yeah. Know what I mean? the, yeah. One, the one where it's like taken from up top and they're wearing like Oakley gas cans. Yeah, and white dude out in of his date. truck with, with Oakley glasses. <laughs> <laughs> go to Yeah. But uh, anyways, yeah, go check that out if you want a, uh, a little bit of entertainment. But good anyways, laugh. yeah, talking about um, gatekeeping, let's go ahead and segue into that. Because in the core scene, it was something that was always just like, we always talk shit on like the deathcore guys, right? And they now they're, like, they're coming up. Yeah. And now deathcore seems like the, uh, it's, it's the big, it's the big genre and there's like a lot of less hate in the deathcore community. Now it's all about just being, I, when it comes to metalcore, I feel like people can't even enjoy a metalcore song now without saying, oh, well, hey. This is metalcore. This isn't metalcore. Oh, well, no, these guys beforehand, this wasn't their same sound, which is stuff you only heard like in the deathcore community. You know what I mean? Like when Bring Me the Horizon left like deathcore and everything and went to start doing like metalcore stuff, uh, a lot of people hated on them. And it was just kind of like one thing where gatekeeping was like strictly a deathcore thing to do. Yeah, you know I can't mean? keep and up with all the genre uh, gatekeeping. I, don't, I yeah. don't get it either. Like if it's just if you like the music, you like yeah. the music. Well, a, a big thing, dude, is – like people, especially with like bad omens and like like all these like, I call them Breaking Benjamin core now, <laughs> just because that's kind of like where it's at. But like especially like Sleep Token too, um, like people were constantly like under like any like Sleep Token content. What's oh god, I said Sleep Token. I said it twice, man. We gotta take a <laughs> shot. Yeah. All right. Cheers. Anywho, yeah, Sleep Token. Damn. There was like three shots in that glass. Yummy. I. I hate when people comment under their videos. Oh, well, this isn't metalcore. This isn't that. As if like, dude, let people enjoy it, whether it's metalcore or if it's not. Like me personally, man, I don't I don't hate Sleep Token because I'm a gatekeeper. I hate Sleep Token because they suck. <laughs> I don't hate them. I just don't get the massive hype. And also I saw a comment today that it completely has ruined the entire idea of Sleep Token for me. They said He's the new age Scott Stapp, and he does some <laughs> shit that that certainly could be like that makes uh, sense to me. Like, maybe it's just me, but that oh dude, that comment got me. I, I loved it. And yeah, I no, I don't think. I mean, like Sleep Token definitely summoning. Summoning was a really good song, man. And it's crazy that they're just like dropping a song like every twenty four hours. It seems like, um, but again, like it's it's one thing like songs like that have been written constantly every every year a song like that drops and it's, it's just, his voice that's getting people yeah well that's what i'm saying and i just don't i personally don't like that you know what i mean yeah. so it, it's hard i'd rather listen to regular sam smith than metalcore <laughs> sam smith don't come at me gatekeepers i know that they're not metalcore but i would i would rather listen to hosier and drop f nice yeah exactly i mean that's what sleep token is but, but no and it's cool dude they're above like they're they just passed a million monthly listeners they they, they skyrocketed yeah like eight hundred thousand listeners over these uh these four songs that they've dropped which is really impressive yeah. so happy for them yeah fucking good um, for them that's for sure. super dope but me personally the hype is a little bit out of proportion just not my taste i still don't think that any of the singles that they've dropped has passed anything from their previous album the one with the like white and yeah, black yeah, radiance yeah. i always forget what it's called but for sure um honestly dude like my my favorite shit they did was like the room below yeah uh, that, that little, shit, that little super EP, man super super beautiful and everything as well um so yeah i i definitely like some of the stuff they do but as far as like being like a heavier band and like the breaking benjamin fill and like all that stuff as well i've just i've in my opinion i've heard so much better um but yeah, I'm gonna have get so much fucking hate. What did you say about Sleep Token? Our our podcast has officially been canceled because we don't stand <laughs> Sleep Token. But anyways, yeah, let's get on to some releases. Talking about Sleep Token, I mean Sleep Token. They've dropped. Uh, they just dropped two more singles, right? Aqua, Aqua Regina, or Aqua something? Digio Regina Cologne, or, or <laughs> yeah, what, whatever it is. Draw Car Noir, <laughs> and then uh, Granite, which yeah. is the the title track for sure. Which I didn't like either of them. They definitely have uh, a way different uh, element than the uh, the past previous releases. So I kind of feel like, so I feel like this is what's going on behind the scenes with them. They dropped a couple of really good songs uh, that uh, that people just loved. It spread like wildfire, wildflower. Wildfire got them a million monthly listeners, and then now they're just like, hey, instead of 
<laughs> our release platform and we were going to drop a single like once a month or whatever. Let's just waterfall this method. And I feel like they're just going to continue this like process of dropping a new song every week or every couple of weeks or whatever it may be. Just because, I mean, I guarantee you before the end of the month, these this band will have two million monthly listeners. Yeah, Easy. I can agree. Yeah. And that's kind of the formula a lot of bands are going with. Like, if you remember last year, uh, that's kind of basically what Memphis May Fire did. They dropped yeah. every single song except maybe two mm-hmm. leading up to the album. So they, like, did two EPs, and then the album came through, and then it was, you know, it was you'd already heard everything that was on the album except a couple tracks, yeah. which is fine, but it just seems like it's the new formula for stuff. And commonly, people are dropping two songs at a time, which is what Sleep Token's doing. They're not slated for release till the end of... Um, I think it's March. Yeah, or yeah, some sometime around then. But uh, it, let's let's talk about what you just uh, capitalized on, though, because people are calling it the waterfall method, and it's one of the reasons that there was a uh, there was a big argument last year um, in the scene uh, on whether albums were dead or not, because um, a lot of people are starting to do EPs, and when people do do albums, they release them single at a time. Yeah. So it's really still the single method, and then they just mash all those together to create an album at the end. Yeah, I don't think albums are dead, but I think dropping an album that you only have a couple singles off of, that's done. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're even kind of practicing that. We're into, yeah. We've dropped four singles now. Um, or no, we're three singles in now. We're getting yeah. ready to drop a fourth, and this is all going to lead up into an album. Yeah, and it's just <laughs> which reason. we have no idea when we plan to even announce. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean, I mean like, we're just ch- we're chilling. Like... We do what the fuck we want. Uh, I'm just kidding, but um, <laughs> it's just for bands it works better because when you drop a whole album at once, the only people that are going to listen to that whole album are the people you've already grabbed. Yeah, the opportunity to get new fans is is with singles and if you're dropping them dropping them dropping them and then it's a whole album and everybody's like well i've heard all this that's how they're gonna it, it just works better for numbers uh it makes you more money because you're dropping more videos and getting more AdSense on youtube yeah uh, i was about it to gets say you more likely to get playlists with spotify so it's just exactly. it's a good formula but it's definitely a departure from what we as a scene we're used to because back in the day people were like I'm not going to listen to any singles to the album drops. And if you're going to do that now, you're going to be waiting 11 months to hear, to hear the whole album. And yeah. there will be plenty of singles coming out in the meantime. And you're just going to be missing out on the hype train of getting to enjoy it with everyone else. So yep, yep. it's just a, it's a new formula. I personally like it, but we'll see how it goes. It seems like it's going really well for most people. Um, it did well for Memphis. It did well for Bad Omens. It's doing well. It's doing if on. I can't even believe how well it's going for Sleep Token. Like, yeah. they are blowing the fuck up. Oh, yeah. And uh, I said Sleep Token, so... Oh, God. Cheers. But, uh, yeah, and I think just... Uh, <clears throat> with streaming in general, I don't think things are going to go back to the form of we'll have artists hyping up an album and only dropping or marketing three, you know, maybe four top singles and then letting you hear the six or seven songs that are left on the album. I kind of feel like that's um, a thing of the past. Honestly, man, I'm hardly, I'm hardly seeing anymore, at least for our scene. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're like I mean, as big as, like you said, breaking Benjamin or some yeah. ginormous band that's been around since the late nineties and has a, a massive following, yeah, you can kind of do whatever you want and you're still going to get those plays. But for these smaller bands like us, and I'm not calling bad ones or sleep token small, but when you consider bands like that, it works a lot better. It gives them more opportunity to do more content with each track because there's more time between each release, which means you can probably do, you're going to do way more videos in an album cycle than you're going to do for dropping one. Like yeah. you used to have to get your two music videos ready, all the whole <laughs> album ready, and then drop it in a couple months. Now you're able to do a video, wait two months, do a video, wait two months, do a video. And some, a lot yeah. of these people are doing a video and they're like, that's the main single. Then you go to yeah. find it on Spotify and you see that they actually released two songs. It's exactly what Periphery did. With, yeah, I was about um, to say, these are Wildfire signed bands Zangrius. who are doing yeah. this now. Like, these are like major record label bands who do this formula now. Do like, we need to drop two tracks then now? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, anywho, so that's kind of like um, a free form that I wanted to talk about just a little bit. But let's get into the uh, back into the releases of the week. I yeah. don't want to say we've already talked about them for. 10 minutes and I don't want to take another shot right now or else I'm not making it to the end of this episode. <laughs> but now let's go on to another awesome band, Chelsea Grin, mm. a staple in the scene. Uh, they just dropped a single. Uh, at first, I thought it was from the the previous the album that yeah. they dropped in November. And no, yeah, this is apparently a uh, 
It's apparently a new song, and it's uh, it slaps. It's pretty much just a breakdown. I like those um, little, the little bendy riffs. Yeah. Sometimes I'm a little bit too judgmental on Chelsea Grin now because I love Tom Barber and Darko. Mm-hmm. So when I hear Chelsea Grin, I'm like, it just feels like Diet Darko to me. It's Darko <laughs> without all the weird sound design, weird noises. And that's fine. I still love Chelsea Grin and I love Deathcore, but Darko is just scratching that that section of deathcore that i like and they, the swag man just, darko just has that designs. aesthetic and oh well, he's got the the best design and he's he's killing it and he just always smashes their shit for them so i think it's really cool plus darko's just constantly dropping music they dropped 18 songs last week or Dude, last year yeah and i would have believed it if you would have said last week as well like these guys are constantly and uh tom keeps you know he's got both projects yeah so dude like, is prolific. Dude. Um, one thing I wanted to mention, because I think I talked about him last week, uh, since you had mentioned their aesthetic and their designer, I always thought his name was Rui. I found out it, it is, it, that's how it's spelled, but since he's Portuguese, it's pronounced hoy. Huh? Right? I was like, I'm so glad I've never, like, like we've talked in Twitter DMs, but I've never spoken with him. I'm so glad because I was like, hey, Rui. And I, I now if I'd speak with him, I'm like, hoy, he's going to be impressed with me. <laughs> but uh yeah go check out hoy uh i don't even know how to pronounce his last name but ruby lrpc he, on instagram he pretty much if you're a if you're a fan of any band in the scene you've probably seen king his of merch work. Yeah. silent planet king of giant he just kills it he's, yeah he's super good but anyway uh to keep going with the releases uh another one that came out this week that dropped another song is gideon and i'm a huge fan of gideon i've loved all of their old stuff i loved um I loved the last album, Out of Control. I yeah. thought it was really God, good, really, man. really sick, and a departure from what they used to do. Amazing but, band live, too, dude. Yeah, Amazing. oh my God, they blew so me away. So and good. I have to be honest, these last two singles aren't doing it for me. The single, or the breakdown uh, in the first song that they dropped is super good. I really like it. Yeah. But other than that, I feel like they're just relying on those little hi-hat breaks kind of grooves a little too much because they like people Which, really like it from the first album but in their defense live those always go hard and it fucks but it's but, just they're yeah. they're weighing in too heavy of it and the new song it just bored me the end sounds like the end of their last album and i don't know it's just they're not quite scratching that itch for me yet i know it's only two songs in and i still love the band will always be a massive supporter of the band but we, i was hoping can we talk for about his more. swag though can we talk about that? I, I, I forgot to bring my cowboy hat. I'm saying, bro, the cowboy hat. Fellow in Texans the, here, in too. Like the, like, the, like, buffalo jacket. Uh, the, like, and the cinch jeans. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. He, he's so wearing the, And those are not – like, he's not just wearing some Wranglers from Walmart. He's yeah. wearing some, like, <laughs> real nice jeans that he, he bought at, like, Cavendish Yeah, those are, those are cinch. You're lucky right there, yeah. man. And yeah. I bet those boots cost, like, $450. But, uh, yeah, so – I. I'm still I'm still excited to see what comes from Gideon this Absolutely. year. Absolutely, it just sucks because we're two songs in for, uh, by them, and I'm honestly they're they're okay. Couldn't like, tell you what songs what though. They sound like the same song. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, they're I, I don't know. I've just got to uh, got to listen and just keep up with these guys uh, this year. Honestly, the main thing that kind of like throws me down, and I hate to say this, uh, but throws me down with the the previous two songs they released. Was a production man. Yeah, it's a little like weak, it and that's kind of music uh, videos were awesome. It's happened with their their last album too. Was kind of a step down from yeah. the production of the album before that, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. I know they kind of took a different route, so obviously they're going to go a different way production wise. But guitars just feel really thin to me. Um, the bass tone's sick in terms of tone, but they're the low ends. It lacks a lot of yeah. low end, and the drums are like they lack a lot of body, and. At least for the production style that I prefer. <laughs> I don't, baby. Mm, fucking me either, dude. We got to go to the gym after this podcast. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know. The production's a little different, a little weird. It's super bass heavy. It's super noisy and grindy, which is fine. I like that stuff in some instances. But uh, it, I think mostly, if anything, I'd say it's just lacking some body that I wish it had. But um, to transition into, you know, something a little more positive, that's something I'm actually really excited about. And I, mm-hmm. I really, really can't wait for the podcast end so I can listen to it again, is the new Termina track yes, uh, featuring Phil Bozeman and Joshua Travis. That song was phenomenal. I didn't even know they dropped today because I just didn't see it. And Chris let me know, so we took a listen right before we started the podcast. And so good. That It's so fucking good. Uh, Nick Nocturnal is an insane songwriter. Andy Cizik sings higher every track he releases. The dude's a fucking monster vocalist. And uh, 
I thought Phil Bozeman did really well on the track yeah, too. Uh, honestly, I haven't really listened to the last couple Whitechapel albums, but he sounded really good. His highs on this song were really crazy. Um, I'm not really sure what part was did Tra- Joshua Travis did. Joshua Travis did. It was but I'm a really big. End. Yeah, I'm a huge uh, Joshua Travis fan, so but, uh, I, you know, I'm sure he killed his part. The main highlight for me, sorry to interrupt. The, oh, main, the main highlight for me, man, was uh, Nick's guitar work, man. Yeah. It reminded me of like early age, like reflections almost. Like and the dude, leads are crazy. God, dude. So, so good. And then just the, the overall composition of that song, there's a part where it breaks down into like a, uh, it's almost like rap oriented too. Yeah. With like synth and like 808s and everything too. And it was, it was honestly really cool, man. I Usually you hear stuff like that and you're like, mm, that's that shit I like gimmicky, but no, that's dude. Definitely one of my favorite releases this week. It's super good. And like he mentioned, like those kind of like hip hop synthy elements that they're bringing in. Yeah. I want more and more and more of that in any release in the scene because that's uh, that's really my biggest draw to Darko. And especially so Mm -hmm. in the last album and the Death Mask Part 2 is it's got crazy weird sound design. There's little like beat breaks. There's just it's really cool. Well, that's why we like 1056 so much. Yeah, exactly. God, dude, 1056 is so that sound is so cool. It gives it a chaotic feel and it mixes it up. It doesn't make it sound like intro, verse, chorus, repeat, breakdown, Mm -hmm. repeat that. Like it just gives it some dynamic that I fuck with hard. And I think Termina is the band to look out for right now. I can't believe that they're just sitting above 60K. Um, they're super good. And for people who don't know who Termina is, it's basically a YouTuber, like super group. Yeah. It's you've got, so the main pieces are Cezik and Nick Nocturnal. Are there any other members? So Andy Cezik, a very well-known vocalist in the scene. Um, and just it's, it's, uh, Nick Nocturnal and Andy Cezik's project. So, okay. Yeah. And then they bring on people to feature. And in this case had some amazing features. Yeah. Um, Phil Bozeman was an interesting choice too. Cause like he's kind of departed from the head, like, Whitechapel's kind of, I mean, they're still deathcore, obviously, but they're yeah. kind of going a little softer. And I thought it was an interesting feature, and I thought he killed his part. Uh, love Phil Bozeman. He was, mm-hmm. Whitechapel was one of the original metal bands I got into with This Is Exile, which probably wasn't good for my aging eighth grade mind, but, <laughs> you know, great album. Uh, but I think that's all we have for mainstream releases this week. Yeah, it, was it was kind of a slow, slow week, week, but honestly, last week yeah. was packed, so... Dude, um, yeah, for sure. And then if y'all have any, uh, any mainstream releases... Um, I know Fit for a King and Pop Evil did something this week. Let's be, let's, let's be real here. Come on. We don't listen to Fit for a King anymore. No. Not since Dark Skies. I do, okay, so Dark Skies, I will say, man. So I have a Purgatory playlist. Um, I have one Purgatory playlist for songs, and I have one Purgatory playlist for albums. And essentially all that is is the songs or albums that I would be damned to listen to for all of eternity. Um, with that said, Fit for mm. a King, Dark Skies, that album – I have seven albums on my Purgatory album playlist. That album is definitely on my Purgatory playlist. That it's, album right there, oh my God, so good. So don't think whenever I'm like, oh, Fit for a King, I don't care what they just recently released. They just kind of lost me, man. They, they lost me, they, honestly. Same, like, and I, I, I'm, I'm going to start getting into a really, I'm going to go on a little tiny bit of a rant. So and this is opinionated. I'll drink this to that. This is my really. opinion. And nobody has to share it. I don't expect anybody to. I know that Fit for, a lot of people love Fit for King and that they're the biggest they've ever been right now. But I mean, good for them too. Definitely. So Dark Skies, as we just stated, I love one of my favorite albums of the last decade. It's fucking phenomenal. I think a couple reasons. Okay, I, I mean, let me restructure this. Like I said, love the album. It's amazing. The way that they did the release cycle was the ver- was a very a very early stage of what we talked about earlier in the podcast of bands releasing a lot of the singles of the album and then dropping the rest of the album like very f- just a couple songs at the end. And the- Fit for a King was early to this with Dark Skies. They dropped like five singles of the ten track album, mm-hmm. and to me personally, all the singles were the best songs on the album. Yeah, and not to say that the album as a whole isn't amazing, but I had voiced this on a friend's post on Facebook who is local to here like this. I was not expecting this to be seen by anyone who mattered, but so I just said, you know, oh, you're I really getting, you're love, getting into yeah, that. Yeah, I'm getting oh, into that, bro. God, I have no God. problem getting into that. <laughs> this is hilarious. So, you know, I comment, I, I love the album. I wish that they had done the singles a little bit differently because the singles are, are the best tracks and it makes the rest of the album feel a little bit underwhelming to me. Ryan Kirby fit for a King's vocalist. His wife happened to be friends with this local guy in the small ass town I live in. Got your ass. Bro. She comes in there. And she's like, excuse me. 
Anthem of the Defeated is underwhelming. I was like, shit, well, uh, there goes my chances to ever play to show a fit for a king because his wife's going <laughs> to fucking tell him that I suck. So, you know, that kind of oh, sucked. But man. also, to further give more opinions that nobody asked for on that album, the reason I feel like, for me personally, that Fit for a King fell off or maybe that they lost the sound I didn't care for is that their guitarist, Bobby, he became just purely a session member. Yeah. And I have to wonder if the passion is not is there's not as much passion there for the project as it used to, because I'm I who knows, man. I called the last two Fit for King albums like dad core. They sound like dad metalcore to me. And that's fine, but it's just like I don't that's not what I'm looking for. Like if you go back and listen to some of Fit for King's older stuff, they had some crazy riffs. Like Greater Sense of Self still Gosh. might be my favorite guitar riff in the, all of Metalcore. And mm-hmm. I, I need to learn to play it. Just, it's such a beautiful fucking riff. And if you go listen to it, you'll know exactly which riff in the song I'm talking about. It's crazy. It's unique. It's fun. And I don't feel like I've heard much of any of that with the last couple albums. Nothing. Um, yeah. Not that I've, I mean, I don't know. There's there's still, there's, there's a couple of key points, um, especially in their new releases. That are really good. I just feel kind of like, yeah. I, I honestly feel it's more of like a redundancy. Yeah. And I'm not saying that the new like, albums suck by any means. They're good albums. Yeah. Uh, they're just, don't I mean, obviously the they're, they used they're headlining and selling out shows. Yeah. Still. Like, they're they're, they're crushing amazing it right band. now and I'm happy for them. I'm glad that they're doing well. It's just that I used to be what you would call a Stan. And these last couple albums have just not scratched my personal itch, which is fine. I still have their old albums to listen to and I listen to them all the time. Yeah. But, um, you know. It's just a little disappointing, but I'm happy for them. They're they're gaining massive amounts of success and they're doing well. Uh, but I won't harp on my the, dumb the opinions. Pop, the any pop further. album's coming up, man. It's got to. I mean, you hey, I, mean? I love it's, maybe the Bad Omens. Yeah, because I didn't think I was gonna like Bad Omens' New Direction, and that is arguably my favorite album of 2022. Oh, yeah. Now, respect to Fit for a King though, because that pop album should have been in works like two albums previous to this yeah and they're still dropping heavy shit and props to them because they never stop doing stuff they release consistently they tour all the time they've got every all of my favorite merch i've ever owned in my life has been from fit for a king i wore a t-shirt till it had holes in it i've got a hoodie over there i wear all the time from them oh yeah that is he's got a fit for a king hoodie. (laughs) i love and it's from the death grip album like i just i love fit for a king just because shadows and echoes that little bass Oh, oh my god, it's so good. Jared Easterling Easterling leaving Fit for a King was one of the most soul crushing well, uh, band departures I've ever I thought he's still with them. He's just nope. not he is at pure, all. Nope, he is one hundred percent drumming for Co. Wetzel. Uh, oh, Fit for a King man. uh shares drummers with Invin Animate. Oh, I forgot about that. Yep. yep. Which and that might another, have just been a tour, but which Invin Animate, in my opinion, man, is gonna be one of the breakthrough in the metalcore scene like they probably won't like make like sleep token numbers or like anything like that damn it i said it again <laughs> if Cheers. you're a, if you're a core <laughs> stan at all you know invent animate but they need to break a little more mainstream because they're out of this world their new vocalist Amazing. is a fucking god i i honestly like when he's, they, uh, when they he's first ex uh aviana yeah and when they so. first got the new vocalist, I, I was really nervous because I loved the original uh, Invent Animate vocalist because he mm-hmm. reminded me of Adrian from North Lane. And North, with that era of North Lane being gone, I was, you know, I want that scratched the itch that I had for that. Which, believe me, this guy isn't like a stand like, oh, or no, old, old North Lane is better. Like, oh, no, this guy no, is no, North I'm, Lane's biggest fan. I would fan. suck Marcus Bridge. <laughs> and I won't say what I'd suck, but I'd suck Marcus Bridge. He's my, like, <laughs> North Lane's arguably my favorite band. Yeah. Uh, so... You know, uh, Invent Animate needs to blow up though because their new vocalist yeah. is a, is phenomenal. The riff in like the little lead type riff in uh, the Sun Sleeps. Or the- oh God, that lived in my <sighs> head, dude. It that, still that, is in my head. I'm golly, it right now, rent free. So and it's so funny because a riff that's like that simple is made in an Invent Animate song, and you would figure it's something that was going to be like. No, it's just. Oh my, my god! It's dude. a little riff that just lives in like Jesus. it lives in my head the same way that Cliffs of Dover did after I heard it on Guitar Hero three yeah. for the first time. Exactly, it lives in my head the way that Life Is a Highway by Rascal Flatts lives in my head, and I have a two year old daughter. Bro. That song plays in my head a hundred thousand times a day. Speaking of Life Is a Highway by Rascal Flatts, let me tell you something that I learned recently. That's a cover. They covered that. That's not their song. What? Yeah, that song is super old. The original sucks balls. Well then, Rascal Flatts. Just let Rascal Flatts have fucks, it, man. Dude, that guy can sing. He's like he's like the male Carrie Underwood. He is so fucking good. But anyway, 
Um, I, I saw a meme that said rascal flat earthers not only believe that earth is flat, but also that it's a highway. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my, yeah, that's such a good one. I, I saw that too. I think that was in the bad chat. Oh, uh, anyways, now going on to the main focus of all of our podcasts, because we believe of course, big bands have small beginnings and we we're sweaty over that. We love finding awesome bands that have less than 15 K monthly listeners. Sometimes we come across an awesome band and it has like less than two K and we're like, yeah, we came across one today that had like 400. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah, for sure. And uh, I think it's it's just important to promote small bands, uh, yeah. especially as a smaller band. You know, it's it's really important. But also we get the whole hipster factor where we get to say we liked them before they were cool. Yeah. So mm. that's always fun then, to say. And then another thing, a lot of people who promote small bands, they'll promote small bands who um, have good songs, but like they don't go the extra mile. And in my opinion, it's 2023. If you're if you have ambitions to be a musician, you have to there there's a certain uh, there's a certain line that's right here and it's like okay, we're going to be garage musicians that have fun or we're going to be we're going to go full-fledged into this. You know what I mean? So and especially like how easy it is now to it's be easy known. It's ever been. You you have to you have 10,000 bands. You don't need a label. Yeah, but you ha- you have 10,000 bands that are sitting here uploading daily. You have to have good production. You have to have good videos. You have to have good graphics. You have not, Of course, you have to have good songs, but you have to have something that's going to make you noticed. And so within this podcast, let me segue back to what I was getting at before I just go off on a tangent. Within this podcast, of course, we love, love, love promoting smaller bands. But one thing we do when we promote smaller bands is we're like, hey, these guys got it. So if we're ever like, hey, these guys have 700 monthly listeners, we're not going to pitch you to a band that had their stuff recorded from like via cell phone in oh, a yeah. closet Qual- or whatever. Quality's like, everything. So definitely whenever, if you're on this podcast listening and we pitch a smaller band, dude, go check them out because it's something that's like, it's, they're it's good. They're definitely going to like pop off. We would never, ever, sure. ever promote some, like a smaller band that we don't think deserves massive recognition because quality is super important to us. And as a small band who strives to like have the highest quality possible yeah we understand we're, what we're it's a like diy's to, band their yeah. band as well like it's yeah. it's very cutthroat and it's very hard but we give credit where it's due exactly and i think the first one that uh i would like to talk about is just a little soft touch in and i think that these guys have massive potential definitely lots of work to do but i heard them for the first time today we heard them we have a little listening party before every podcast to yeah. make sure we're caught up on everything and we came across this band called engrave uh e-n-g-r-a-v-e and they, it was just a little simple chorus song, but it was really good. Yeah. Uh, Amazing. Massive cleans, vocalist, man. dude. Yeah. Super good. They've got crazy potential. You can definitely hear the, uh, the plot and you influence like the dispose album and, and swan definitely. song. You can hear the influence. I heard there. a lot of, uh, Chris Roder as well. Oh like yes, that dude. Too. So I mean, yeah. speaking of which one of the scenes, most massively underrated vocalist, that yeah. dude has fucking pipes, dude. Um, but yeah, Engrave, uh, with their song Alive, they they crushed it, man. I was pleasantly surprised because some of the times when we're going through these little listening parties looking at new releases from small bands, we hear some dog shit, <laughs> like some fucking I, trash. I man. love how you sugarcoat it. Yeah. So <laughs> you'll find quickly that I do not have a filter, guys. But anyway, I think that they are phenomenal. You should definitely check them out. Uh, this, uh, this song isn't anything new or crazy that you haven't heard before but there's crazy amounts of potential their vocalist yeah. is a fucking a powerhouse and i think you should definitely check them out so you say they're vocalists i did some research and i found out they are a three-piece right now that's really cool yeah so um me in my opinion i love like four pieces i, I don't like a vote popeyes yeah mm. Raising canes, bro. Ooh, get out of here. Let's go get some chicken after this. And now that we're over our product placement of the day, um, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm always, I, I love whenever, like, bands can just like consolidate their sound in like the most minimum amount of players possible. Like, I know, like you like, like the Wise Man's Fear, like everything like that. They have like nine guitar players, and they just happen to have that. I'm the, not into like, them the, for the, the Callus Du Bois or the Callus Du Bois, where they have Dallas Cowboys. They're the Callus Dowboys. Dude, okay, let's let's go on a tangent real quick. Did you know I saw that name forever, and I was like, dude, why, what do they call this? And I found out that it's called the Callus Dowboys. And Dumbest then it, name ever. It took me so long to realize that they were just like flipping the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, it's just I stupid. Felt, I've never heard their music. <laughs> they're honestly, they're really good. They're they're Hell like yeah. a like progish. Um, like if you like like Chon, 
if you like Polyphia, like shit like that, um, you, you'd like the Callous Dow Boys. Nice. But anyways, let's go back to uh, three pieces. I love that they are able to create the sound that they make with just three players. I think that's that's awesome. Yeah. I'd love to hear how they sound live. Yeah. Especially uh, with a voice like that. Like it's kind of a, it's a very hard vocal to achieve live. And uh, there's a lot of vocalists that are super good in studio, but aren't very good live. Um, mm -hmm. And there's some that are so good live, you think that they're fucking cheating. <laughs> yeah. Like Noah Sebastian <laughs> Jeez, or Devin man. Oliver. Golly. Oh, yeah. Still no IC stars. That was something that was featured in our first episode. God damn it. Yeah, I'm about to pull up at fucking Devin's front door. Like, dude, what the fuck? I'm about to go to fucking Michigan and, and yell at somebody. They probably don't even live there anymore. <laughs> but I'll find somebody who knows them. But uh, yeah, and then... Three pieces, man. Gut Fauna was a uh, was a band that we talked about in our very first episode. God, I wish they dropped some stuff. They they uploaded a new profile picture, which kind of insinuates that they're dropping some new nice, stuff. But dude. I think there was only three people in their profile picture. Are they a three piece? Um, I'm actually not sure. I, I, I think that they are because I think that they're mostly an internet band. Yeah, because uh, they don't have videos or content together. Yeah, if um, you like like Alpha Wolf, like Dealer, uh, or just like like hardcore mixed with like elements of like deathcore and just fucking awesome groovy heavy music, check out Gut Fauna. Massive. Yeah, they Super are underrated. Yeah, they're they're a smaller band right now, but Jesus Christ, they're so good. How many um, monthly listeners are they sitting at? Uh, I don't know. Let's see. They're they're really good and they've got a really cool aesthetic as well. Like they have this whole mint green thing going on. Yeah. And I think that they, uh, I think that they, if they stick with it and they really push hard, they, mm -hmm. they, they have a place in the scene. Um, and I think that they deserve some more love, but, uh, I think the next, oh, they're, damn the 195, that's they're crazy. sitting under two. So that is like our, like, Hey, check out this band, please check out this band. Like they're good. And they only have three piece in their profile. Uh, yeah. That's, that's the one, profile. that's the one that they just, uh, cool. they just, so released. that should mean new music coming soon guys, which is really dope. Hopefully it's already to distribution. Cause we usually update our promo photos on Spotify as we're like yeah. submitting songs. So hopefully that's what they're doing too. Cool. But um, yeah. Check out gut fauna. If you want a good, like breakthrough, like, Oh, Hey, I heard this band before anybody did because geez, they're so fucking good. Uh, which undiscovered band would you want to talk about next? Um, dude, okay, so this uh, this band came across uh, Wilt Wither. Yeah, neither of us had heard these guys yet, and oh, I wasn't expecting it to my... be good because I don't really like that name. Dude, if you like some stinky, stinky, just like mm, hardcore breakdowns, dude, check out Wilt Wither. Super good. They Jesus had a, Christ. They had, the beginning of the song, I wasn't really quite sure. Uh, I believe the song was called The House I Lived In. I wasn't really mm. quite sure at first. I was like, all right, they definitely have that. Uh, like they're going for that Alpha Wolf dealer, dark neck, yeah. 1056 kind of. Uh, it is the house. Feel. I live in, by the way. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you know, I was like, okay, I, I can get with this. And then they start getting later into the song and there's these little breaks and there's these little like drum fills and, and sound design stuff. Super that's really crazy. Yeah, super creative songwriting. Like, it was oh. just stinky. And then they slowed it down at the end, and I about got up and assaulted Chris. Like Dude. it was fucking nasty. So definitely give them a listen. Uh, they're called it's, Wilt Wither. Yeah, it's like heavy, heavy. So if you're more of like the the lines of uh, metalcore or like deathcore, hardcore, whatever, where you don't like like or where you like clean singing, you like like riffage and stuff. No, they're just like stinky. And stinky. if you're like that, just stop. Like yeah. all of it. <laughs> um, no, but they're super good. If you're into heavier stuff, definitely give them a listen. Um, but the next man, this is unequivocally my favorite small release of the week. Um, I've heard of these guys before, and I think they're super, super good. They have crazy, crazy instrumentals. Uh, their vocalist has got a pretty powerful uh, screaming voice, but mm -hmm. they're called The Northern. And they dropped a new song today. My favorite song that they've dropped so far. Uh, so fucking good. I need to double check what it's called, but... They are like they've got great production. Yeah. Uh, they're out of Ontario, Canada, which you don't get a lot of metalcore from Canada. It's the kind of band that makes you think, man, were these were they in projects before? Like I'm gonna have to check them out. And, like, well, they all do look like research, 38, man. so they probably were. Yeah, but yeah, it's called Hourglass. I'm 30, uh, Chris. Fuck super you. good. I said 38. <laughs> they were in second grade by the or third grade by the time you were born. There we go. <laughs> but yeah, they're super good. Um, also, I'm not talking shit on them for saying they look 38. It's just a little jokey joke. Um, um, but super good. Please check them out. I think that that song is phenomenal, and I'll definitely be like, I'll definitely have that on repeat. It's I, was, so I didn't good. realize they had a discography as well. Like yeah, I, they've I, got a few songs yeah. out. Um, they've mm -hmm. been releasing since 2020. Nice. Maybe, maybe sooner. Let's see how far back it goes. Damn, they've been releasing since 2013. Oh, dude. I didn't know this was the same band. Okay, so way back in the day whenever <laughs> uh, Discovery by Born of Osiris was like the shit. Like it was the fucking sauce. When everybody had like 
the yeah everybody was going for that aesthetic because follow the signs was like the coolest mini music video that anybody had ever fucking mm-hmm. seen uh they dropped a, a little ep called imperium with very similar artwork very similar kind of sound i had no idea this is the same band i thought that they went away and then this band kind of just came and took over um it seems like these guys have kind of just restructured a little bit they still have North that proggy bands. sound but they definitely have gotten a little bit heavier recently um, I have to go back through some of more, their more recent releases, but this new song they just dropped, Hourglass, they, you can definitely Hard. tell they've massively changed up their aesthetic and kind of the direction God. they're going. Uh, they are super, super good. Do you think they're North Lane fans, bro? The Northern Lane? Uh, yeah, they have to be. Who's not a North Lane fan? Hold on, I'm just saying, I looked at all those album covers and I'm like, yeah, you got some taste. Yeah, I see all, I especially the first one, like that's mm-hmm. literally just a, re, like that has to be the same artist who did Born of Osiris's Follow mm. the Signs album or The Discovery. But uh, speaking of Born of Osiris, where are those guys at? They've been missing, and they're like they're still touring heavy. Well, they drop stuff like. Well, it's also been a long, yeah. long rumor that they have they are part of the Illuminati, so they might just be busy with that, taking over the world and shit. <laughs> I mean, Sumerian Records bought them a fucking house, dude. Can we talk about Sumerian Records real quick? And can we be honest about they them? Fell because off, dude. no, not even not even that. Can we just talk about? Because there's, I mean, Sumerian has fucking huge bands. They're always going to be a big record label, but but just for the big band, even their biggest band that they had, Asking Alexandria, is gone. No, can we talk about how fucking like we Sumerian Records, like chief of marketing, has to be like that big guy that wears like a tacky suit and just smokes a cigar and throws out like the weirdest fucking ideas just in the corner of the room, so confident that people are like. Let's do that. Like right now, have you seen the, uh, God, can you Google this real quick? Jamie, can we fact check this real quick? <laughs> um, the show, the TV show that they have. They did movies too. Yeah. Cause this, like all their bands. Well, this is one thing that, uh, Neon Graves, we received an email like years ago, like seeing if like we wanted to like pitch to this or like whatever the fuck it was. But anyways, it's a show where Sumerian bring on all these, uh, like, bands that just want to become big and like the, they promise them a record deal and like all this other stuff as well. And I don't even know if it's still airing, dude. Well, the movie was American Satan and no, it's a, it's a, it's a, like a YouTube series. That Are you they talking were, about the one they did with asking Alexandria and nope. I see stars with no the, man. The, like it, it is, WWE dude, guy? It, it is fairly recent, man. Huh. Um, if I need to phone a friend, I'll, I'll, I'll phone a Luke from rain division right now. Cause he, uh, him and I were talking about this. I don't even know, dude. No cover. That's what it is, dude. And it's so crazy because they have like a, I think Tosin. You got hit up about this? Yeah, dude. Like fucking, like pre-COVID when we were writing uh, All That Brings Us Down. Um, Damn. Anywho, like, I think it's like Tosin Abasi is one of the, one of the judges and like somebody else and they will bring on people. It's like, oh yeah, I do. I remember this now. It's like America's Got Talent. But but for metalcore. And like undiscovered bands well there's like grunge bands and like all kinds of shit but it's just like <laughs> i don't know what idea sumerian doesn't have like brought to their table where they're like they just like doing stuff dude. yeah they're just like let's just fucking see what works like what other label in the in any scene let alone the core do you know that's like we're gonna make a movie yeah american satan and the fucking <laughs> the top guy on the poster is Andy Beersack or Andy Six, but uh, oh my god, we should watch that movie, yeah, <laughs> just to fuck. see what the fuck is up. Yeah. Well, watch us love it, but that's crazy. Sumerian Records is certainly something, yeah. I'm not really gonna put anything out there I, past that. I still stand behind, uh, I mean, Sharp Tone, obviously, I, in my opinion, they're like the strong leaders, um, of bands in our scene, but the most, the best, like up and coming, Arising Empire is really good as well. Um, our buddies half me. Or on that too, so shout out. I'm gonna fucking plug you guys. Well, of course, it's always gonna depend on the contract Um, and all that. And like a lot of labels are known for supporting their larger bands way more than their smaller artists, which makes sense because that's where the numbers are coming from. But But I feel like Sharp Tone does a really good job of promoting everyone and not really like playing too hard of favorites past what makes sense because number obviously if you're pulling the best numbers you deserve the most promotion but at the same time you shouldn't sign a band that you're not going to promote and rise records was very guilty of that for a long time (laughs) yeah and uh a lot of labels were it's just it's the name of the game sometimes but for sure uh i think sumerian like i'm not gonna fucking hold punches here i think they fell off i think that they're only promoting their larger artists and they've had a lot of artists fall out um Asking Alexandria left Sumerian, but that could just be for the fact that I don't even think that they know what the fuck they're doing right now. Hey, hey, but still, dude, Danny, 
Even Dude, his Danny's j- a god. Even his jazz solo shit that he's doing and like country shit. God the damn, best it's bad so... habit I ever had is is as good as anything that John Mayer has released in the past. I, I hate five it when years. people talk about, hey, who are the best like singers like or like clean vocalists, like vocal wise, that like made a sta- staple on our scene. And Danny Warstomp never gets mentioned in that. He's he's phenomenal, dude. There's dude. Some, there's some stuff in uh, in the both of the first two albums that are yeah. like really really impressive. And I know that he lost his voice a little bit because of all the cigarette and alcohol abuse, but that dude can still sing, and you can hear it in uh, the best bad habit I ever had. That song, he has got some fucking runs in that bitch. He's so a, good, such a good vocalist, and Unde- undeniably an amazing clean vocalist. And like literally, if you're saying he's not, it's because you're gatekeeping because he's not playing the music you want him to play. Um, but anywho, yeah, segueing back to uh, record labels, what I was trying to get with that is if somebody came to me and was just like, hey, I want a record label with really good bands that I would enjoy. I'm kind of new to the scene. Who do I go towards? Um, dude, it's going to be Thriller. Oh, yeah, they're blowing dude, up. Man, they like, were super smart to grab uh, to pick up Catch Your Breath, which we've talked about them yeah, on the blowing podcast Blowing up before. on TikTok. If you haven't heard uh, any of Catch Your Breath songs. Do yourself a favor. They're an amazing band. Um, and then, of course, one of my favorite bands, my favorite band at the time being um, Avoid. Oh, they're my a, yeah. God. They're so fucking good. So good. Why are you looking up Sleep Token? I was trying to see what label they were. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I was curious. God, but Spine Farm, shot. Spine Farm Records, I've actually never heard of that label. I feel like I've heard mm. the name, but I, I couldn't tell you any other names on the on the label. But Ugh, sorry. God. Yeah, sorry for the sound. Um, we were they don't get easier. Substance abusing. But anyway, um so Spine Farm Records slash basic records. So I assume assume one of those is like distribution. But anyways, let's not get back into sleep talking on the resurrect to take a lot more drinks. <laughs> um also we're already past the 45 minute mark. So cool. Yeah, sorry. Um, um <laughs> anywho, yeah, we'll we'll finish it off uh with uh best undiscovered. Uh we talked about them. Um, for for a very brief uh, moment last podcast but uh dark matter oh yeah I yeah forgot. yeah check out their uh their new single blade runner they're fucking amazing they're, they're probably, really good they're probably an aussie band they've got if really good visuals yeah if you're a fan of metalcore you'd probably know that australians germans too are freaking amazing at it but australians are pretty much taking over the metalcore scene i don't even know what they're doing over there dude yeah. i from from what the internet told me australia is not even a real place yeah and yet they're coming out with the best bands um Alpha Wolf, Polaris, Thy Art is Murder. Um, who else do we got out of Australia? Uh, hands Like Houses. <laughs> Literally everybody. Yeah, North, any, North Lane. Any, yeah, North Lane. Uh, can we t- okay, this is who I want to talk about right now, dude. Diamond Construct, man. Diamond Construct, they're Australian, and they are like, they will miss them. God, dude. One of my favorite bands. They're self-titled. Is an amazing album. If you love metalcore and like true, like true, like metalcore, like modern metalcore, um, Diamond Construct, their self-titled album. Listen to that. No one does it better than that. I don't actually um, think that there is a better like heavy metalcore album than that one. And they're dropping in 2023. Like it, they've, they've made a Facebook post talking about it and everything as well. And they say they're going to uh, pay to the to the to the roots of their old sound. And they, they said they'll sprinkle yeah. in some of the new stuff. So yeah. if you were a fan who liked uh, their latest release, like hit it back. I personally really liked it. It's not my yeah. favorite that they released, but I thought it's fun because so, like yeah. I said, I like that experimental stuff. But I think that that's the band to watch this year. Especially if you're into the heavier stuff, I think if that you're they, a musician as well, if you're a guitarist, dude, dude, he's crazy because he can riff. He does we- yeah. like he'll basically tap dance on his pedal board. Like he's a amazing. monster. Uh, amazing. So they need to come. To, they need to come back for sure. Um, I'm trying to see if Dark Matters Australian because I really feel like that they have to be. Uh, Colin Jeffs did a video for them, so, I'm so yeah, per- they're yeah, so they're probably Australian. Speaking of which, yeah. if you're into music videos at all, Colin Jeffs is the fucking man. Tennis Awards Media. If you or if you're new to the scene, or if you just want to find all kinds of badass Australian bands and just awesome metalcore bands, just go to YouTube and type Tennis Awards Media, and you'll find all kinds of new amazing bands that you've never heard of because he's done music videos for them. He's super good. Um, um, one of the bands that he he has done stuff for that I really like, and I'm really, really waiting for them to come back as loon. Um, they're super good. They've got some of the nastiest stuff. I love their vocalist sound. He's got a very clear, very angry voice, similar in a sense, not in terms of sound, but in terms of just a lot of clarity, a lot of anger and a lot of power behind their voice, uh, from diamond construct. They've got, they're both in that kind of mid range, angry sound, and they both got awesome lyrics, but loon is just, 
it's dark. If you, you want to hear, yeah, if you want to hear the dirtiest breakdown you've ever heard in your life, and I will stand behind this. Listen to the last uh, minute of Loon Manipulator. Yeah, jeez, dude, so fucking good. The heaviest like breakdown call out ever. Instant adrenaline. Yeah, dump. it's it's straight. Like if you have daddy issues too, you would love that uh you would love that song and they have less than five thousand monthly listeners they have just over 4k that's that is fucking insane to me i my band our band we're sitting at like forty five thousand right now yeah i have no fucking idea how this band's not sitting at at least four hundred thousand in my opinion we suck compared to them yeah not even close (laughs) dude like if we were playing a show with them and they played before us Uh, i'd be like so we got to go, dudes. We got to go. Like, this is not okay. They are massively underrated. I yeah. was shocked just now. Some of y'all might have seen me pointing at the screen and be like, yeah. Chris, <laughs> I really actually don't understand how it's that low. And I know yeah. they haven't dropped in a minute, but holy fuck. Yeah, please go check out Loon. Please blow yeah. them up. They're fucking awesome. But in fairness, they haven't dropped since 2021. No, they, uh, it was like late summer, like early fall, I think, is when uh, uh, Factory Fires came. Oh, yeah, you have it on the screen right now. But still, like that's, yep, yep. that's a, yeah, October of 2021. That's still a little more than two years. So, like, I'm sure that they at one They're point still had touring. many I, more. Yeah, I checked their Twitter. They're still recording and everything as well. So, yeah, we'll the, drop it, guys, because we're fucking mm. drooling for that shit. Um, so, now that we've got the alcohol flowing, this is who I want to talk about. This is the main feature of this fucking episode because I do not get it. Dude. We need Bruce Buffer, the main event. No. Okay. So, God. How do you pronounce your name? Oh God, dude! I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Okay, so if I if we're mispronouncing this, somebody like do yeah. it or stitch it or dude, something. So many hardcore people are gonna like give us death threats over this because I do not get this. Send uh, them my way, K- dudes. Because K- if this is where the scene's going, I'm out, dude. K K Kaunashi 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 Kaunashi, dudes. Oh my God! You never fucking listen. Okay, I don't get it. <laughs> I understand that a lot of people hate their fathers. But you don't have to listen to this band. You can. I don't care. Yeah. And, and let me take you a can. step back real quick and say that this is exactly and how I felt about Knocked Loose when they dropped. And now I fucking love Knocked Loose. Everybody can Maybe love what I'll they love. Around. This is just listen to this and be like, okay, well, that's their opinion. Fuck those guys. Yeah. Go listen to their track. <laughs> like, the first track you need to hear by them and do not fucking do not pause it. Do not stop it. Listen to the whole fucking thing. Read the lyrics while I do it. The sound of car keys. I hate the sound of car keys. Oh, yeah. I hate the sound of car keys. Uh, I, and the, the thing they're is. They're headlining though, a festival. Well, these guys have been around for a while, man. They're from Philly. Um, our, our boy Nick of from Deer and Tidal. He New probably Jersey. could tell us a lot more about them. But, we got to get him on. Um, and I'm pretty sure. Can we fact check this, Jamie? Fucking, but anywho, man, I've seen their shows and people throw it down for these guys. Like these guys have established a name for themselves. It's like a cult following type thing. Like I, but I do I not just get, don't it. get it. Man. I couldn't like, even when I, before I was able to get in I and don't. knock loose before the flip, so the switch flip switched for me. I, I was like, you know what? I get it. People like what they like. I'm happy. Everyone's happy. Yeah. This one. I'm kind of just like fucking confused, dude. Yeah, so if there's anything you get from this episode, check out. It's K-A-O-N-A-S-H-I. They're on Equal Dude. Vision Records. Yeah. First of all, never mind. I'm not going to fucking, I'm not going to go in on them that hard. Oh, yeah. I just don't, I personally don't get it. Oh my God! Past their fucking weird vocals, they, they have some cool little parts in their instrumentals, but then they just like try to mix it up and do these weird leads, proggy stuff, and it's just like so fucking experimental that... My brain can't handle it, dude. Like I get sensory overload listening to that shit. Like it doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me personally. If y'all fuck with them, you know, more power to you. That's your cool. thing. But also, are you okay? Dude. Like are like, you Like I get okay? it. You have daddy issues, but like these what I get from these lyrics are the type of daddy issues where like your dad makes like 200k a year. And you're like on a fucking killing spree on Call of Duty and he like walks in when you're all like on 27 kills and he interrupts you and it's just like, hey, son, can you get out of the room for maybe like 20 fucking minutes and go throw the trash and you get mad about it and write a song about it. That's the kind of daddy issues I'm. Which I could have related to when I was 11. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but like Jesus. Yeah, cool. So. God, watch us meet these guys on tour one day and we're just like, oh, 
you're the band who shit on us. Yeah, we sure fuck were. Dude, man. I'm curious. How many monthly listeners do they and have? And I'm not like saying go no. tear these bands down. No, not, a, not at for all. any band no, to be no, no, successful. No. I don't think you should say that, man, because as popular as these guys are, I feel like everyone's going to attack us for this. Attack us, dude. Fucking give it. But you know what? I guarantee you we're the martyrs for people who are like, God, that band sucks. Or people who are just like, I have to like this band because everybody else around me likes this band. Dude, and I don't. I don't get, get it. it. And I, I, you know, I wish them all the success in the yeah. world. Cause I, you know, I want all, we're all out here trying to do the same fucking oh, thing. Of course. Of course. I mean, I we just, just have don't to talk, get yeah. it. We will, we will say this. We will never talk shit on somebody who doesn't fucking got it. If you, if you've got it and you're successful, then yeah, dude, we're going to talk shit on you because you fucking, you, you've repped that. You know what I mean? But like, I don't get Res- it. Respect where it's due. I don't I get just, it. I still don't fucking I don't get it. I'm actually just going to go fucking hard in a se- for a second. I don't fucking get it. It's confusing. It makes me feel dumb. Maybe I am, but I just don't get it because it's not good. I can get down with the instrumentals if I really need to. Great. But that dude, I do not. And okay, but here's the fucking kicker. There are parts in the songs where he's doing like backing vocals or even just small sections where he actually can fucking scream really well. But then the rest of the song, he freaking sings. I don't, I don't get it. Dude, Chris, your hair is getting so long, dude. I love your curly it hair. It makes me want to pull my fucking hair out, dude. I it just don't get it, guys. Out, um, like, if anybody can fucking tell us if there's a puzzle piece that we're missing, maybe the live experience is crazy and we just don't get it yet. But I, I just, I don't want to say I don't get it a billion times. I already have, but I don't get it. Oh my God. <laughs> Golly. So anyways, with that guys, we're going to finish this uh, episode of core values podcast. Yeah, this is the longest episode so far. Definitely go check out a, uh, Kanashi, K, Kanashi? Kanashi, yeah. Go show them some cool. love. Don't go drop hate in the name of core no. values. We just don't get it. We just don't get it. And if you want to hate on us, fucking please do it because publicity, dude. We'll take it. Exactly. Bring the haters in, dude. Exactly. Uh, we want um, that engagement. Anywho, before we before we close out, check and see how many fucking monthly listeners. Yeah, actually, that's right a good now. that's a good point. So like they're blowing up. They're they're headlining that uh the Saturday, April 1st of the Explicit content. Yeah, go go tour. check out. Yeah, go check out. Uh, go check out explicit content. Oh, thank God, they have less than us. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just chilling but here. They, but in they a do have an office in Amarillo, Texas. They do have a song with over a million streams. We haven't even yeah. broke two hundred k yet. Which one is it? You'll understand when you're older. Oh, oh that, yeah. okay. So when we're older, we'll get it. <laughs> no, I was gonna say that music video. <laughs> it's a super popular one too. Oh, but man. but it's like, like a, the yeah. title is. The missing puzzle piece. We just I, have to be apparently yeah. like, oh, so uh, old that our hearing's gone. I guess, yeah. But yeah. sorry, guys. Uh, Kaunashi is not good, but you know, do <laughs> to, that. to us is key. Or in general, <laughs> I'll play devils. I will be the asshole here. Uh, They're not good. Like I said, the instrumentals can get down in parts, but they also make some really silly decisions. Those that vocal style is fucking stupid. Oh my god. Like, and it, it, it mostly pisses me off because it's not like that's him trying his best and I'm shitting on someone trying their best. There are parts in the songs that showcase that he actually knows what the fuck he's doing and he's choosing to do this weird gimmicky thing because they're like, we can make a TikTok and it's, people will talk shit and blow it up. And we're actually feeding into probably that whole marketing strategy right now. I was now. about to say, we're yeah, talking bro. Shit. It's working. <laughs> so actually, I redact my previous statement. Don't go show them love and give them likes. <laughs> Just ignore this whole last 10 minute segment of the podcast. Oh uh, my god! Anywho, you know, yeah. So it's this time to is, wrap this bitch up. Yeah, this is Core Values Podcast. This is we are three episodes in. We haven't and even done you, our featured artist of the week, bro. We gotta do that first. Yeah, but I was gonna say if you've been listening so far, you kind of get that uh, we're extremely. We don't mince words. We yeah. really don't. We kind of we we don't give a shit about <laughs> unhinged baby. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're we'll be completely honest. So if you're that kind of person who loves but honest we, material. Yeah, you've, and you've you've been here, you get it, and if this is your first episode listening, this is kind of just what we do, baby. But a caveat but, uh, to that yeah. is that while we're being honest, we still wish every single band we ever oh, mentioned, exactly. whether we like them or not, we wish them success. Uh, we do not want anyone to go like throwing hate towards anyone else. Yeah, we just we're giving we our opinions here. We, we don't bully. That's what I was kind of saying. I, yeah, I feel like that might have got misconstrued earlier. 
we're we're never gonna talk shit on somebody who doesn't already have a fucking successful fan base or anything like that. Like, yeah, we we'll just give our opinions on it. You know, and even so, if our opinions yeah. aren't positive or we don't care for it, like we are never ever trying to bring anybody down. We're just letting we're just speaking our our own opinions and yeah. personally don't get it. But with that said. We're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode and we're going to get into uh, our last segment, which is our featured artist of the week. And Chris, I think we should start off with featuring our mainstream and who's our mainstream artist? So, our of the week? mainstream man is uh, Termina with uh, Andy Cizik and Nick Nocturnal. Um, their, their project is freaking amazing, guys. Um, definitely go check them out. Like I said, they're, if you. If you're already a fan of the scene, you would uh, you would know that uh, Nick Nocturnal and Andy Cizik are huge uh, within the YouTube atmosphere before like TikTok and everything blew up. Well, they just decided to make uh, just a mega team together and they drop freaking amazing songs. The one that they just released this year or not this year. Technically this year, yeah. But this week is freaking amazing. But go check out the rest of their discography. As far as Best Undiscovered, we mentioned them earlier. Chris, uh, it's the Northern. Uh, they've kind of changed up their sound with this release and kind of aesthetic. They're going more towards that kind of new dark vibe. Um, and it's called Hourglass. They are phenomenal. I think that they need a lot of love. I'm really excited for the new direction that they're taking. Yeah. They're super good. So with that, uh, mainstream is the Termina with Parasocial and then uh, the Northern with Hourglass. Uh, and as always, if you have suggested undiscovered bands you think maybe we haven't heard, drop them in the comments, send us a DM. In any way, get in touch with us and let us know what band you'd like to see. We'll check it out. Maybe your band will be featured in one of these episodes. So um, as always, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Thank you guys so much.